All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Jake, you're waiting for lunch. I am waiting for lunch. Um, the, the the first couple places my girlfriend tried to go to were closed down because of the immigration protest. We are recording on a day without an immigrant. The the, the protests where we, we uh, honor immigrants by saying, fuck you, Trump. Um, what's your take on it? My take is I I think it's a good thing. I mean, I, I think it's good to protest his immigration policies. That being said, uh, I, I I think they blocked that bill, you know? Like, I, I mean, I, just give me lunch now. We blocked the bill. The bad guy lost. Now I should get pizza from a place called Slice that I like. I think this is the larger one. This is the uh, the Mexican wall, not the Muslim one, because... Um, oh, they're protesting the wall? Yeah, that's what this one uh, is. Uh, all right, fair enough. I can't, I can't bitch that much then. Well, I, I think it's great. Not the, the, the protest or the shutting down of restaurants in solidarity. To me, that's just silly because you're just losing a day's worth of business and people are just going to come back tomorrow. It doesn't really affect anything. But... Uh, See, you know, the it's, thing I think is, it's more of a symbolic thing. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. But uh, this is this I'd is like nation. To think that there's Trump supporters trying to eat its slice right now. So it's <laughs> it's like I'm I'm dragging them down with me. You know, I'm, I'm I'm the crab in the bucket pulling the other crabs back down. We're trying to get out. There you go. See, the thing with this this day without an immigrant is uh, it's nationwide. It's happening in a bunch of cities. I lived in Los Angeles when they did the first day without an immigrant, which was just Los Angeles. And I got to tell you, and, and comics at the time joked about it and everybody talked about it. It was the best day ever to live in Los Angeles because every single Hispanic person went and marched in protests and, and holy shit, you could drive anywhere you want. There was no traffic. The freeways were wide open. Like, I lived um, across the street from Universal Studios in Studio City. I think it was Studio City, Culver City. No, Culver City was a different way. Either way, it was years ago. But um, if I went downtown to the office I worked at during rush hour, it probably took me a half an hour, some 45 minutes, sometimes even an hour. On, on the day without a Mexican, as it was called... It took me five minutes. Really? I mean, I was I wanted him to protest every goddamn day. It was so good. It's like this is how much the fucking freeways are clogged up with you idiots driving around doing nothing. You know? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a uh... truck full of uh, uh, <laughs> lawnmowers and uh, uh, um, uh, leaf blowers. Maybe. I'm I'm going full racist here. So you're 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 blaming traffic on immigrants. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, I'm going full racist. No, uh, seriously though, it was hilarious because everybody talked about it. Everybody See, that, that noticed. Hitler's speeches would have been much more interesting if you went from a traffic <laughs> point of view. They drive the cars too much. They drive back and forth. Even so, say I'm not going to back. Just driving in their free time, clogging up the autobahn. I say nine nine nine. Well, to be fair, one, that's hilarious, but two, to be fair, Hitler did do all right without even talking about traffic because he got Germany on his side. I guess the question is how easy it to sway, is it to sway a German to be a hateful person? Um, well, do you, th- do you I- think maybe there was a couple times where he was just riffing and in between the thing about the banks and the thing about the globalism, he just kind of threw the traffic thing in. And it's like, right, <laughs> the love cause, too, yeah. And, and like, it, it, 
It was more like a sidebar, you know, like a, yeah. uh, it wasn't a bit front of parsley to go with the entree, that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, we're, we all suffer with Jake. I ate lunch at home. I ate in. And even if I didn't here in Iowa, I'm pretty sure no restaurant gave a fucker closed down. They're like, yeah, we got students here from the colleges. We're not going to give up that money for one day. Sorry. See, what they need to do is the students need to shut down because of uh, the, the high interest rates on student loans or whatever yes. on the same day. Yes. That that um, the, the, the immigrants shut down for, for immigration laws. And then, Pick then, something that, then we can't get nothing to eat. There you go. Pick something that matters to honkies. You um, gotta, yes, yes. We're going to uh, have an, an immigration protest. And anybody who got like a, a bachelor's in theater and now owes 150 <laughs> grand on it, we ain't working today either. What are you going to do? All your cashiers are fucking gone. Uh, your baristas uh, uh, took the day off. Yeah. Yes, I can't get my latte. I actually made that joke. I did. You made me laugh with the degree in theater. That was fucking hilarious. I made that joke yesterday or two days ago. I read an article on new age parenting, and what these hippies would do is they wouldn't name their baby. They would wait till the kid was eight years old, and then the kid could choose his name. And then my joke was, yeah, that's going to work out really good in the future for that kid because when it comes time to register for college, he, you know, you can down them and say, okay, I know you think getting a degree in English is a good idea right now, Optimus Prime, but this is one of those long-term decisions we've talked about since your eighth birthday. You know, like, this who wants a degree in English? I used to do one kind of like that, too, now that I think about it. I had, I had one that was similar to that. Hey, it's close. Yeah. I don't even fucking remember it now, but yeah. Uh, it's, great, not, great, it's not a keeper, it's right a throwaway. Yeah, that's what there I There you go. Hey, uh, Jake, we forgot to talk about this last week. Um, listeners, we didn't announce it on the podcast, I promoted the podcast as it being our bicentennial, but we didn't talk. Last week, we hit 200 episodes, Jake. Fuck we, yeah, man. That's, that's, that's how good we crank them out. We don't even notice shit like that, you know? No, we didn't We didn't take time to stroke our own cocks. But, uh, Jake, kudos. Uh, congratulations, my congratulations friend, for sticking with me. Too, and most of all, congratulations to the listeners for, uh, yes. you know, continuing to 200 episodes to this of this bullshit. And uh, it's funny because I can tell you this, we got away with all the uh, Dave Johnson shit. Uh, our good friends at the uh, Fake Outrage Report podcast, yeah. uh, they listened and they gave a comment. They, they said they looked up Dave Johnson on YouTube <laughs> and felt <laughs> yeah. they felt better about themselves. They said, you know, it makes me feel pretty good seeing him do comedy. But we got away with talking about him because uh, the, the people we know, the comedians you and I know here in Iowa, they ask me every so often, uh, you and Jake still do that podcast? And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to fucking answer that because the answer's out there. All you have to do is look or don't look. Like, even if you don't listen oh, to us. Oh, come on, just tell them, like, yeah, they're making small talk. Even the fact that they know we have a podcast <laughs> or something, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't care if they have to listen to it. It's not like all our friends should listen to it, but it's like, do you still do it? Like, eh, I'm not going to answer that one. I'm not going to beg <laughs> them to listen or say, do you listen to us? You should listen to it. I'm not going to promote to our friends, like, you have to listen to us. But if you're that unaware, yeah, then I'm just not even going to answer. Plus, that way do we can I talk shit podcast? about anyone I'm from now on. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Yes. Much. Tell them yes. Just I'm not like, going to yeah. quiz you on what we talked about last week. Yes, we do. Do you listen? Uh, yeah, I listen all the time. What did we just talk about? What did? You... No, but this means we can shit talk our friends if we want to. So all they have to do is unfriend me, and then we yeah, can shit talk them. Yeah, fuck you guys, our friends. I'm tired so. of your shit. 
There you go. Hey, I wanted to talk about something. Uh, in the past, we have talked about ambush comedy where, you know, you just sort of people are at a bar and they don't realize it's comedy night and they, uh, you know, they don't want to, they just want to have their beer and you're trying to tell jokes to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, last night, I was, I had an experience that uh, I have every so often and I take the gig. It's a paycheck. You got to do it. It's a, uh, I don't know what you call it. Is it indifferent comedy? I was at a casino, and it's promoted as a comedy night, and it's in the separate showroom so that it's there, but, you know, people don't have to pay money to go see it. They're not invested in it. So you would literally all night... Yeah, that's definitely one step up from Ambush Show, but it's it's, it's Ambush Show's slightly more attractive cousin, you know? Yeah, because people would wander. All night, people were just... Wandering in, sitting down, watching 10 minutes and getting up and leaving. And that's what the casino wants. The casino wants them on the gaming floor. They want to yeah. put a sign up that says, comedy, come see comedy. But they don't care about the comedy. They don't give a shit if you're really, like, killing or failing. So you almost to don't them. want to crush too hard there. Because then yeah. people are going to be like, oh, I want to stay around and watch this guy. Exactly. And, 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 and the boss is upstairs watching from the camera. Uh, you know, getting blown by underage hookers or whatever. They're going to be like, God damn it, this guy's killing too hard. Drop a fucking stage light on him. Get them back on the floor. Well, and a casino is the only place you will ever go where, say, the show is supposed to be 8 to 9.30 p.m., and they'll start it a little late, like 8, 10, 8, 15, and you say, what time do you want me off stage? And they'll still go, oh, yeah, just 9.30. Like, they don't want, they don't extend the show to go with the late start time because the late start time means a couple people can drift in off the floor, but they're still on the gaming floor, and they still want the show to end on time so that they can get back to that gaming floor. It's yeah. not about the show doing a full 90 minutes. It's about getting done at 9.30 so that they can get back on the gaming floor spending their money. And it was just... What's funny is the pocket of people that actually paid attention, maybe there were 60 people there last night, and 20 were really into it, and the other 40 you could see were checking their phones and smoking, like... Yeah. But the thing is, they, they, they weren't even there to see comedy, it's more that this offered them a place to sit down and have a drink... Well, they didn't game. Like, they could sit at yeah. the, the little slot machine or the poke, but they, they just wanted to get away for 5, 10 minutes, uh, or 20 minutes, whatever, and just sit and, and do nothing. And, oh, there's some guy on stage talking. So they knew it was comedy. It wasn't an ambush. But like you say, it's still not good. It's it's Has anyone it's, ever it's actually horrible. killed themselves in one of those shows? Because you know it's happened, man. I, I mean, I'm not saying to you, but it's definitely happened. Oh, someone, someone lost all their money. And yeah, they, they someone lost the all their money. And, <laughs> and then they go, and I, I'd like to hope that it happened during, like, really, really hacky, like, clean-cut material. It's just like, hey, uh, my wife takes forever to get la- ready. Ladies, oh, what's going on in the, in the, in the bathroom there? What's you doing? Bang. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right in the middle of a, uh, aren't men and women different? Aren't don't kids say the darndest thing, but not as funny as Cosby? Like, like <laughs> I, I, I hope that was going on, not and then right in the back of the fucking stage. I hope he walked out like up front and center, just like when Malcolm X was shot, you know. But only he, he like he offed himself right in front of the comedian, sprayed his brains all over. Yeah, Sam, Sam, quick. You should like have been funnier. Barking at the <laughs> yeah, and then, and then and then from that point on, it, it like every time <laughs> that comedian went into his uh, cats are different than dogs bit, 
or whatever. Like he has flashbacks, like a nom vet playing with firecrackers or something. Now you know, though, any comedian worth their salt would um, riff on add it. that to their resume. <laughs> well, riff, riff on, on it and add it to their resume. You know, yeah, I yeah, killed. Yeah. I, mean, gotta, I killed. Literally, sure. I killed. You know, like they 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 had that. Oh yeah, dude. I, I was at the casino and I killed last night. Really? Yeah. No, he's fucking dead. Look at the newspaper. It was in the news. I killed. He's dead. Dude, I actually I, I watched Pat Oswalt at, at Riverside Casino. And I, I remember being kind of worried about him because I, I, I bought tickets like a little ways out because I, I knew he was coming. And yeah, I, I love Pat Oswalt stand up. So, uh, you know, I was just kind of checking up. And it's, it's like you said, a lot of people just buy them with points because they've shoved their entire social security check into a slot machine. So let, me, let, me, let, me, let me interrupt you for one second. I've been there. Was it in the showroom showroom or was it, yeah, in, it was their in the little? Big, it was in the big. Okay. Okay. So, because I mean, yeah, they do there's, have there's an like offshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do have an offshoot, which is like horrible. The guy manager there told me that if not enough seats are sold, they put it in the side room, which is open to the gaming floor. So you're trying to do your show while you're surrounded by we have a winner on table 12. So anyway, continue. I just wanted to find out where the show was, if it was in the big room or the little side. Yeah. It's like doing bar shows when they got like loud ass. If there's like a pinball machine or that stupid buck hunt game or yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. fucking hate that man. But no, I, I saw him there and I, I, I remember being kind of worried for him because I, I was checking the tickets even after I bought mine, just out of curiosity. And cause I, I was trying to gauge like how much of the crowd is going to be like me where they're like, Oh, I'm going to see Pat and fucking Oswald, man. This is going to be awesome. Or, and it, you know, how much of the crowd is going to be just the old people who are like, Oh, there's a guy telling jokes or whatever right over there i'll go right over there like i and i i thought it was going to be a lot more old people just because i'm, I'm checking the night of the show and I, I mean yeah most of the tickets are sold but there's still a bunch of seats in the back that not like a bunch but it's it's not sold out is just what i'm saying and so back i'm couple like rows empty yeah yeah and so i'm just like oh fuck man i hope it's not like all old people because you know riverside's kind of in rural iowa it's, it's close enough to iowa city but yeah, yeah, yeah that's sort of. I, I opened. I opened for. Um, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He hosted uh, uh, Family Feud for years, and now he's on uh, Baskets with with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Why can't I say his goddamn name? Oh my fucking god! What is it, Dana Carvey? No, 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 no. The, the Family Feud. Holy fuck! I am so pissed at myself right now. Either way, what I was going to say is I opened up for him uh, and, and, and uh, you know, like it, it was an older, older crowd. And so yeah. uh, that's, that's where I was going to go. But you, yeah, what you were trying to say is uh, it, Louis Anderson. Louis fucking Louis Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, God. But so, yeah, he drew an older crowd, which was perfect for yeah. a casino. He was a, so, yeah, I was trying to say your, your fear is correct. Like, it's close to Iowa City. Uh, Patton's a younger guy, so I'm sorry I've interrupted. Continue. Right, with your, I, I apologize. And, and, he, and he has a, you know, not all of his comedy is political, but what is political is just pretty left-leaning. And I'm like, God, it might not go so well with the older people, which, I, I mean, yeah, he, he didn't do that much political stuff for that reason i mean yeah he, he did some but um 
I saw him get heckled by like a fucking ninety-year-old woman or some shit. Uh, no. <laughs> there is there's a part where I don't know if you've seen his. Um, I, I don't think it's his most recent special. I think it was the one before that. But there's there's one where he's telling a story about him bombing really bad in his early days, and a, and a guy uh, stands up in the crowd and says politely says, "I'm leaving," but um, you seem like a nice guy. I I sincerely. Hope I think you, I've heard that you, you find a different career or whatever. It's it's actually it's a really good bit, you know. But um, as he gets to that part, like he's talking about this guy standing up and telling him he should find a better career path, and and I, I hear I'm all the way in the back, but I hear from at the front of the stage. This and you've been in that room; it's big, man. Um, yeah. I, I hear I hear from the front this little old lady go. You should have listened to him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's just like, oh, you don't like the show or whatever. Um, and, and she's like, I, I don't like the language. And he, he kind of, he's trying to figure out which, which word she doesn't like. And hang on, man. Uh, I, I got to pause for one second. All right, we're good. So any, anyway, um, it's this old lady yells at him that she doesn't like the language and he's trying to figure out what she, she doesn't like that he was saying the F word or whatever, which he's not overly dirty. But if you're 90, yeah, he's pro- probably a little much for what you're used to or whatever. Oh, so, yeah, anybody, when you say dirty, I'm sure he says fuck a couple times, but Pat right, Oswald, but it's not like a raunchy joke. Yeah, yeah, he's not on stage going, yeah, so I'm getting my cock sucked by this whore. Right. Com- yeah, right. he's not, he was, he's he not telling graphic. jokes. It was mostly about food and being fat at this point. Like, that, right. was, that was about 70% about what he's talked about thus far in, in the bit. And so he's, he's talking to the lady a bit. And, you know, he's, he's, being, he's being nicer than he, than he could be to her because, honestly, there were enough people there that it's – there was enough of us that were like straight up patent fans that like he probably could have chucked a brick at this lady and still had a decent set from the back half of the room. But like I, yeah, either way, he's, he's being cool to her, you know, he's, 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 he's asking her some questions about herself and you, you know, he talks to her for a bit and then he goes, uh, all right, this, this next story is just for you. And, um, there's no cursing whatsoever in it. It's a story about the first time I ever bought a hooker. And so he, <laughs> he tells his story, and, and uh, at, at one point early in the bit, he makes reference to um, the madam. You know the madam, like the female pimp or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. one who's, you know. Front and, of house. Um, yeah, yeah. He just, he just made like a brief reference to her, and then, and then he goes back to the rest of it, and he goes back to the rest of the show. It was, it was an awesome show. And then he, he gets ready to do his closer. He's like, well, I'm, I'm about to, uh, you know, do my last bit. And, you know, it's been fun meeting you guys. It's been fun coming out. Thank you for coming. Oh, and thank you, madam. And he just he just said madam to her, like, you know, thank you, madam. And yeah. he didn't have any kind of double meeting. And no one in the crowd thought that he was making any reference to the prostitute story except for the old lady. You just hear all loud and insanely angry i am not a madam <laughs> he just starts cracking up he's like no i didn't mean madam like that ah, happy fucking halloween <laughs> and he just goes it. into his last because it was like right before halloween or whatever but it, yeah it was just fucking hilarious man 
got that's heckled hilarious. by like an ancient old lady. Um, that's perfect that you tell that story because I want to segue into something. I saw a status on Facebook that I'll read to you. And then I'll tell you my response, and I'll, or maybe I'll wait. I don't know. Here's the status. It said, I went to see the Book of Mormon last night, and I noticed that despite the language, uh, which was vulgar and including the C word, it had jokes about God and religion, and no one walked out. It made me think about stand-up comic, comedy, you know, where people are always getting offended and leaving. So I guess what I should do is I have to take taps, uh, I have to buy, uh, learn to dance and sing. And that's how you get away with being uh, vulgar. And my response was, well, no, because at this point, maybe the first couple shows people were surprised by Book of Mormon if they just wandered in. But I'm like, no. Yeah, they, people, well, they, draw their, they have their own market for that. Yeah, well, people know what they're getting into yeah. at this point. It's been promoted. I said it's no different from a comic going to see Louis C.K. or Louis Black at this time. It's a known entity. Not many yeah. people are accidentally wandering in to a yeah. Louis Black show and well, going, like, why even, is this guy yelling at me? Even that with Daniel Tosh or whatever, that, that was uh, a show with like a bunch of other comics. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no one's yeah. going out to see Daniel Tosh headline and be like, oh, wow, he said – Really, whatever he said. because yeah. he's, he's like a shock comic. That's kind of his 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 kind of his shtick. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's his niche. Is he? He's like I say wildly offensive things that I nor basically anybody else believe in. You know, like that's that's kind of his thing. And, and so yeah, if you draw your own crowd, the the, the hard thing about stand up is there's not a lot of clearly defined genres exactly or the people if you're not seeing a famous comic if you were just like hey let's go see the comedian right. at the comedy club and you don't jump on youtube or you just jump on and look yeah. at one clip you don't know what you're getting into so you're going to run into the same thing say the comic is a guitar comic and sings and dances but it sings you know like ah oh, i fucked that cunt with my dick with my cock you know it's the same they're not going to go oh well he's singing so it's funny it's just a matter of knowing what you're getting into people know what right, they're getting yeah, into with book of mormon people don't really do that with other um Art forms like nobody goes. I'm gonna go see a movie tonight. Yeah. All right, which movie? I don't know. I'm just gonna go to the ticket booth and be like, "Give me a ticket to any movie." You know, any, meeny, miny. I'll take that one. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, without even at least <laughs> at the bare minimum, go. Is it a comedy? Is it an action? No, I, I don't have, care. Uh... Don't just surprise me. Just just give me a ticket. Tell me what theater it's in. I don't want to know if it's a comedy. I don't want to know if it's a kids movie. Like I, I don't know. I half did that uh, two days ago. I went to see John Wick 2, and when I walked up... Uh, I don't John... know what the fuck John Wick 1 was. Uh, see, that's why you fail at life so hard. It's just so depressing. Uh, well, if you knew what John Wick 1 was, then you it's not really going in that blind, is it? No, no, it's no. Probably I'm saying... John Wick 2, I'm guessing, is going to have a You're lot of... You're missing the point. No, 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 no. My point is, I walked up to the counter, and John Wick 2 was starting at the exact same time as The Space Between Us. Now, The Space ah. Between Us, if you don't know what that is, that makes sense. That is a teen love romance film about a kid from Mars falling in love with a girl from Earth, and it failed. It bombed horribly. And I saw previews for it all, all over the place, and it just looked like the gayest thing you've ever seen. A boy from Mars and a girl from Earth falling in love. Just stupid. So I, I think it'd be the cool if, like... They they went to Mars and it turns out that Martians are like rednecks or whatever. And her dad was like, "Get that fucking Earthling off my lawn! <laughs> I'm 
will shoot you with my taser. It's my second amendment laser. martial rights. Laser, I got tasers. Not taser. I got lasers and there lasers go. and all kinds of shit. <laughs> you smooth skin earthling bastard. You two-eyed son bitch. Get off my property. Don't you my. be bringing no damn earthling home, Becky. Anyway, you get the fuck back in the trailer. That would be a good twist. We should oh, actually Futurama did that kind of oh, with the did. Wongs. Well, kind of, but either way. So I went up and I said, "Ooh, um, I want one ticket for either John Wick Two or The Space Between Us." And the guy behind the counter just looked at me and said, "Well, how about John Wick Two? So you stay awake." And I'm like, "Perfect." <laughs> like he knew what I was doing, but I just thought because it was like I gave him the option and he knew what I was doing. But you're right; nobody goes to the counter and does that. Seriously, nobody seriously walks up yeah. to O'Connor and says either the action film with Keanu Reeves or the love film aimed at fourteen-year-old girls. Which one do I want to see? Right, right. No one does it with music. They at least ask, like, "Hey, what kind of band is it?" You know. So I mean, it's but it, it's part of it's just the nature of stand-up because, like we were saying before, there's not as clearly defined genres, and so and specifically, you don't really know what you're in for. Hey, you're, you you cut out a lot during that thing right there. Are you holding your headphone jack or you were yeah, just in yeah. and out? Okay. Um, but, yeah, and that goes back to the casino comedy that we're talking about is what they want on stage at the casino is just someone that's going to be white noise. Like, if you're getting some laughs, that's good. But they don't want, like, a Doug Stanhope or someone that's polarizing. Right, right original and funny a Daniel Tosh on stage at the casino because anyone that is only half paying attention and checking their phone. And there was a lot of that fucking last night. And I would just look out at the audience and see people fucking around and talking and because they weren't even the audience. They just happened to be sitting there. So if they're just sitting there and suddenly out of the corner of their ear, they hear, you know, something Stanhope says about whatever. And and they're like, what, what? And then they get offended, then they complain. Yeah. And it's like, you weren't even there to see comedy, and now you're offended? Fuck off. But the casino is going to take their side. They're going to, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Like, But they weren't paying attention. So you got to fucking toe this line of just be bland enough to be interesting. And, you know, you're trying to get laughs, but you can't say anything. Like, as people were getting up and walking around last we, night. We, we here at the casino, dude, we're, we're not all about that offensive, dark, crude Comedy. We are a family-friendly business that likes to be, take all everyone's rent money and and leave them destitute and sad, struggling gambling addicts. We don't we don't want any offensive material in here. We're a decent uh, casino. This is true. We but just dude, want, I would say to we whoever, just want you to smoke on our gaming floor and drink. Yes. Yes. And, and there's no windows. I don't want you knowing what time of day it is. You know. Is it bright? Is it dark? Uh, it's all it's all relative. But like, I I would say to whoever wrote the thing about like, oh, well, I need to sing a dance because Book of Mormon can get away with this. I would say, if you did the the stand up version of the, the stand up equivalent of Book of Mormon to a random crowd in Middle America, then yeah, like that would tank too. Yeah, you know? exactly. If, if, and that's what I said. Book of Mormon would take him. No one knew what the fuck right. it was. It, it, I mean, if, in if the people, middle of the country or whatever. If well, I mean, like I said, uh, the, if if people just 
the, actually, I oh holy shit, I experienced this. I forgot. Uh, the wife and I, when we first saw it, it was right after it's won its won its Tony, and we saw it in Des Moines. We saw the traveling show, and there were a couple old people there that just didn't get it. They didn't get up and walk out, but you could tell at the end when you know, yeah. ha- like ninety percent of the audience gave it a standing ovation. There was there was a small ten percent of people that had just heard, well, this won a Tony, so we're gonna go see it. But right, they didn't yeah. know at the end. They just sort of walked out like, yeah, that wasn't. And and even Lydia's mom was there. It was, it was and she was like, well, that was okay, but it wasn't what I was expecting because they sure. just hear Tony winning musical and they think it's gonna be Cats or Chicago or something. You know, they they weren't prepared. But by now, it's pretty much out there what it is. You know, Book of Mormon was really fucking good. Yeah, it really is. It's fantastic. Did I, I think I told you this. I, I saw it a second time in Iowa City. They opened uh, Hancher. Uh, the, the old Hancher, the college theater, got flooded out in 2008 with the, the, the flood that hit Iowa. And so they built this beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful theater. And they're bringing in these touring acts. And we, we went to see Book of Mormon. And the instant it started, my wife and I looked at each other and went, oh, shit, we got the C team. And it was funny because after it was over, people that were just seeing it for the first time were like, that was really good. And my wife and I were like, yeah, no, it wasn't. And because it was just funny because, you know, the the A team is on Broadway. The B team goes to Chicago. And then the C team goes to the small Iowa City markets, even though the theater is beautiful. They just just hire the people to play in Book of Mormon in Iowa off Craigslist once they get there. They uh, they, they bring the actors with them. Have you done any community theater? Come on down to Hancher. Yeah, it just... And I don't want to shit on it. Can you sing a bit? Come on, you're in our musical. (laughs) It just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was sad. The people that uh, I talk, I talked to people that were seeing it for the first time. They thought it was great. But once you've seen a quality production of it, uh, you, you, you get when you see the, you know, the, the guys that aren't the, there's a reason you're not on Broadway and it's kind of sad. Right, right. It's a third stringers, man. Third stringers go to flyover states. You're still uh, you're still uh, trying to live the dream, and God bless you. But I, I I can't shit on them because that's me. I'm not doing the Im- the improvs or the the funny bones or the you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm I, doing uh, the, the 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 clubs. I'm doing we were the just whatever. reminiscing about ambush shows before this, so it's like yeah, yeah exactly. I'm doing the casino show, show. It's like caviar compared to a fish sandwich from McDonald's, man. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, you got anything exciting to talk about? I sent you a link we didn't get to. I just figured we could talk about it oh, if we had yeah. time. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's save that for next time. I, I actually, I, I before we close off, I kind of wanted to hit the the uh, that that immigration ban a little bit because I, I don't think I don't think I, I I talked about this this a lot on the on, on the podcast. Real quick before we go, I just to anybody out there who's sort of like in favor of it because it it, it helps keep us secure or whatever. Um, he, he banned people based on the country they were coming from to stop terrorism and Saudi Arabia somehow not on the list. Yeah. The, uh, the, the never forget people totally forgot about nine 11. Uh, yep. Most of the hijackers, ridiculous. Saudi Arabia, but he has business deal. They, they pointed it out. Like any country he has business dealings with did not get put on the list. Well, so. I mean, it's not just in person. I mean, it's, it's any, any country that he's going to have hotels in. It's because like we as a country, fucking have business dealings with and especially saudi arabia it's like you'd rather go off go after the the cashiers of terrorism than the ceo you know and and it's just like that's it's just because of money so that that begs the question for me um if you still 
letting Saudi Arabia in because of money, and that they're totally the country where the people were at who, who, who planned 9-11, carried it out, like whatever. Um, how much money do you think I would have to pay Donald Trump to run a plane into Trump Towers? Like, I mean, I will have to see his, his, his tax returns to know for sure. I'm guessing somewhere in between what will make him an actual billionaire and whatever the hell Kim Kardashian has. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I think I'd have to pay Donald Trump to run a tower into Trump Tower. There you go. And plus, they said that, like, if you're if you're a minority religion from those countries, i.e. Coptic Christians or whatever, then you come in. And I'm like, all right, uh, I got a friend of mine who's who's a terrorist in ISIS, and uh, he's been lying about being Muslim to uh, uh, the airports for fucking years, man. So uh, that's that's all I'm saying. Like, wouldn't you just be like, yeah, I'm a I'm a Coptic Mormon. Uh, I'm a Coptic fucking Buddhist monk. <laughs> uh, look, I'm bald and I got an orange robe. Let me like. Why would you even say you're Muslim now? Exactly. To, like, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Allah is cool with me cutting heads off on the Internet and stoning women to death. Uh, but he just doesn't like it when I lie to uh, customs. Uh, that's a big rule. I got to tell the truth to customs. So, I, I, I mean, no, man, they're going to fucking lie about this. So it's like, yeah, in fact, that it, yeah, well, it doesn't was- even keep it safe. It's fucking ridiculous. And that was my favorite part of the uh, not Muslim ban, Muslim ban is even after he called it a ban and Sean Spicer called it a ban and then they would try and double talk and say it's not a ban, even though the legislation clearly said, oh, sure, if you're a Christian or a Jew living in one of these uh, countries, then you you get passed right through. As long as you're Muslim, you can't get in, even though it's not a Muslim ban, even though it's a ban. It's insane. It was such double speak. And the dudes who are really trying to get in to fuck shit up, they're just going to lie anyway. All all it does is it... it it, it fucking reinforces the, the narrative of the West fucking is, is out to get Islam. And so you should come join our shit. Like that's, yep. that's, that's the biggest recruiting tool for ISIS, man, is, is, yep. is that narrative. So, yeah, they just increased our chances of getting blown up in a subway tunnel somewhere. And, um, yeah, it's not even keeping out the fucking people trying to do it. But Well, yeah. yes and no about the subway tunnel. Here's my crossed fingers hope. And I don't. I don't want anybody to die. I, I don't want anything bad to happen in the world. Uh, that said, I, ISIS, if you are listening to us right now, please just bomb Trump hotels. That's, you know, if, if you're going to bomb something, bomb the symbol. Don't, don't bomb a subway. Don't bomb an airport. Anybody, you know, and this is a horrible thing to say, collateral but, but do damage. It, do it during the, the immigration protest. So that the uh, the housekeeping staff yes, doesn't get fucking hurt. Exactly. You know what, what I was going to say is that anybody that gets uh, hurt staying in a Trump hotel, ah, you kind of shouldn't have been staying at the Trump hotel. Uh, give it's the workers a heads up. Full kind of trash. Yeah. You know what I'm get, saying? Get get the workers out because they just you know they need a job. They got to pay that you know if they're working there you know. But yeah, like you said, half full. Because if if you're still dickish enough at this point to say yeah, I'm going to go stay at a Trump hotel and support that business, I'm I'm not going to cry too much when you get blown up. So ISIS. Don't don't target airports. Don't target subways. Don't target innocent people. Uh, target Trump himself. Go go bomb also, some of hotels. Also, you can take on anybody wearing Melania shoes. We don't care about that shit either. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks for listening, ISIS. Oh, and thank you for listening, ISIS. Thank you for listening, uh, non-terrorist listeners. And uh, thank you to the fake outrage report, man. Yes, uh, it's, it's always it's always good. It's, it's a good podcast. Uh, it is. I, I, I was on there too, man. Uh, Phil Causey. 
and Sandeep Sen. Look those guys up. Um, yeah, they're on iTunes, man. Fake Outrage Report. And if you are not the fight, Fake Outrage Report, uh, thank you for then listening. Fuck and, you. And, wait, oh, and, no, wait. No, no share, share this podcast. Share the link. Spread it around. Tell your friends. All right, now we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Later.